The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. to Nobody Told Me. I'm Laura Owens. And I'm Jan Black. On this episode, we're going to take a non-denominational look at how you can harness the power of prayer in your life and use it to find connection, peace, and gratitude. Joining us is best-selling author and speaker, Agape Stasinopoulos, who describes prayer as your ongoing conversation with something larger than yourself. Her newest book is called Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You. Agape, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my God, I love how you pronounce my name. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that is a huge success already. I know, I know. I'm feeling good about it. Again, the wisdom of the mother, right? <laughs> the wisdom of the mother. And you two are such, a, such an amazing, dynamic uh Union. I have to tell you, I've loved your work. I love listening to both of you and what you've brought into the world. And as you know, from my relationship with my mother, I'm very attached to mother-daughter relationship and the good that it can do for the rest of the world. Which brings me to a point. You say that your first spiritual teacher was your mother. And I love how you write about her in the book. Tell us more about that and, and what she taught you about spirit. Well, the great thing uh, about my mother is how she lived those truths. You know, it was more than she wasn't talking about it. She was demonstrating it day after day. And she went through a lot of challenges, financial challenges. Uh, um, my father, who was an amazing Greek journalist, uh, survived the concentration camps. He, we were not Jewish, but the Germans did come. Uh, and occupied Greece, and they met after the Second World War and fell in love. And then, unfortunately, he was not faithful to her. That was very, very hard for her and us. But um, what she was able to overcome those difficulties with the incredible, in indomitable love that she had for me and Ariana. And... Um, she was able to create and manifest, as I call it, miracles for us. And so how did she do it? You know, like from one, from one bedroom apartment in Athens, Greece, she brought both her daughters to London, England to study. I studied acting. Ariana studied at Cambridge. And then she made connections and she created homes for us and environments. And she had um, salons of wonderful people coming in England of all sorts of walks of life. And what she demonstrated is a, a lack of hierarchy, for example. And she demonstrated that the spirit lives in all of us alike. Whether you are a, a millionaire, whether you are princess so-and-so, whether you are the prime minister, whether you are the janitor with the gardener or the teacher or the nurse, for her, it didn't matter what you did. It's more like the spirit of the humanness uh, she called it, is in, alive in everyone. And it can be evoked at any time because we're all connected to the spiritual source 
that makes us, so to speak. You know, she studied yoga and meditation um, in Greece. She taught uh, us to meditate since we were teenagers. And this was all non-denominational. It was not about the Greek church. It wasn't about being Catholic or, or being Buddhist or following a religion. It was more about following the human spirit. She loved gardening. She loved the trees. When she died, we planted um, a lemon tree in the garden in her memory. And, and uh, she had this feeling that even when she was uh, dying, that she was going to go back to spirit and, and be free. So that uh, people said to me, how was she like that? I said, I don't know. I think some souls, you know, Jan and Laura come to this world and they're more evolved. Shall we say that? What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Some people are just older souls. Yeah. Older souls. And because when, I mean, one friend of mine who was an actress um, said to me, if I had your mother, Agape, I would have, I would be Meryl Streep. And I said, no, if you had my mother, you would be you and be happy being you. Wow. Oh, that's great. Wow. You know, she wasn't about, oh, you should be like so-and-so now, you know. It was more like, listen, you were born with a unique gift. This is who you are, and that's what we're going to cultivate. So, you know, both Ariana and I talk endlessly about my mother because she really did teach us about that spirit of, and you know, here's the key that I want your listeners to really get. If we, if we stay present and quiet, you see what blocks us from the spirit is that we are constantly ruminating in our heads about our worries, about not feeling good enough, about judging ourselves, about criticizing, comparing, about afraid of what tomorrow will bring, about worrying about our, we want to do something like a creative work or a, write a book or go um, sing or, or write a song or paint or start a new business. Or, you know, you were saying, Laura, you moved from San Francisco to uh, a, a new place. So uh, we want to do things, but something in us gets paralyzed. Okay. And where I want to encourage people is at that moment of paralysis, that moment of despair, that moment of I want to do this, but I don't know how to do it and I'm not good enough. At that moment, if you just say to yourself, shut up, shut up and, and listen to me, meaning the spirit. And, and, I, and I have to say, why do I say shut up is because we've got to be ruthless with that part of us that depletes us and undermines us and be quiet and be present and be kind and soften our hearts and stop. And when we stop, we take a deep breath and we say, ah, I ask that you show me the way. And we listen. I ask that you usher me to this new possibility. Show me how to do it. Who shall I ask for support? Please help me find my strength, my calmness, my confidence, my peace, my joy, whatever it is, ask for it and wait, my friends. What do we do when we get impatient though? Or <laughs> if we're, if we're, I've done this in the past, pray for a certain person and then it doesn't work out. I mean, should I have changed my prayers to praying to be in the right relationship, to find the right person and not somebody specifically? 
I would I would pray and I have a whole chapter on that is about finding the one I think I call the chapter I would I would pray um, a friend of mine uh, is so sweet he, he he told me what he prayed for he said dear Lord and I say Lord or beloved or, or whatever you want to call it I mean whatever your name is for God you know because I can't tell you what your name should be it could be you know just to just to establish this as a baseline, God is not a being. It's not a, an older man with a white beard and a toga sitting on the sky. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry to break the news to you. <laughs> but uh, God could be a handsome young man on a white horse, for God's sake. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> Why wouldn't he be? He, <laughs> he, um, he, it's a state of consciousness, okay? It's a presence. It's a state, it's, a, it's not a being, it is a state of being, okay, that we can all access to. So right now, it's this, that state of being in, in, in Jan, in Agape, in, in Laura, in anybody who is listening. So we evoke that. And this particular friend of mine asked, dear God, he used to say, bring me my perfect match. Because he said to me, I don't know what my perfect match is. He ended up being in a relationship with an older woman that he thought he would never attract. But he offered it, as we say, he offered it to the higher power and asked for guidance. I prayed, uh, as you know from my um, history, uh, to be liberated from wanting to be with a man because I so wanted it and every time I attracted it, it wasn't working out. And at some point in my late 40s, I dated somebody and I thought, he's the one, he's the one. Oh, my God, he's the one. And he wasn't the one at all. (laughs) It was like, oh, yeah, that's what you think, darling. Let's show you. And it was like it fell apart. And it was um, very, very painful. It took me a a, a good year. But what happened to me at that time is that I embarked on a journey to find agape, to 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 find me and to find my creativity and my strength and my freedom and to find all this work that I've produced with my books and Binding the Heart, Wake Up to the Joy of You, The Goddesses, this new book, Speaking with Spirit, they all came out of this gushing of this reservoir of energy. I call it my, my, my tsunami of energy, you know, it just came because I wasn't distracted. For me, um, you know, Jan and Laura, I want you to know, I was, um, I, I had a very difficult pattern to break. Every time I was with a man, I, I lost agape because the man became more important than agape. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it, a lot of people yeah. fall into that trap. Yeah, it does make sense. Well, I, I got sick and tired of that trap. I just prayed and I prayed. I said, I God, please help me. I don't want to be dependent. If he likes me, he doesn't like me. He loves me on Monday, but on Tuesday, he's mad at me. On Wednesday, I need to save him from his difficulties on Thursday. You know, it was like too much. It was exhausting me. And I think when, I'm not saying this is the recipe for for other people. I, I just had to find what works for me. So you have to find and say, where is, for example, let's take Laura, you know, and say Laura uh, is an amazingly gifted woman. You know, I, I hear you ride horses, Laura. Yes. 
Yeah, so, you know, that's a lot of incredible uh, Amazonian energy, right? Exactly. I mean, I'm scared of horses. I couldn't go through it near horses. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, you have a power in you that is incredible. So I would say that mighty force in you that is your feminine, your, your powerful feminine, because a powerful feminine Yes, I said Amazonian. That's the the phrase that comes up. I would just summon up and just say, "Where is this my match? Where is that person that I could grow with, build a family, understand me? I love them. They love me. We there is no codependence, but there is a partnership of of divine union where we blend." but we also are independent and we complement each other. So I would open it up to the universe and, and free it up and then offer it and, and get the pictures in your mind and in your heart of what that would look like. Because that, and then, and then the patience comes in where you go, in the meantime, I am developing my skills, I am my gifts, I am sharing, I am generous. So the place that might feel lack or less than or um, what other words can we use when we want something so badly that we are attached to it and we feel we're not complete without it. Does that make sense? Yes, it absolutely does. I think that's beautiful. And the truth of the matter is that right now, Laura, let's say, or any other woman who wants that out there, any other woman who says, I broke up with this guy. I, I got divorced. I am broken. I, I'm, I'm not complete. I'm half. It is not true. My, my spiritual teacher, John Rogers, said to me uh, many years ago, I was then in my 50s, that I'm still single. Like, like there was a stigma in me, you know, that I still hadn't been married. Um, and he said, you're not single. You're singular. So that changed it for me, that I was aligned with my God-given purpose. I was aligned with my soul. And I, and I still feel I could have a relationship. I could, but there is, there is not the attachment anymore. Now, if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and, and you want that, you know, I'm, I'm older than, than that. I'm, so that for me also has to do with the maturity and the wisdom that came with my years that went by and I wasn't getting the relationship. And then I had to really look at it on a you know, bigger awareness and, and wisdom. But I say, if you want that, offer it, design it and offer it and pray for the patience and pray for the time in between that, that you don't feel you are lacking anything. Because if sort of like, it's almost like saying, if I never got it, you know what? I'm okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this is not a condition I'm going to put on my soul and my spirit. And you can say, I would love that. And if it is for my highest good, I ask for that in the perfect way for me. In the per and, and the per as I, I love this phrase, my perfect match. And the universe and the higher and, and the higher part of you knows what that is, you know, and, and you meditate on it and you create the space to receive it, but you keep letting go. It's, it's a dance. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's like, 
uh, you march forward and you let it meet you. And along those lines, you say the power of prayer is in its intent. And all that matters is how willing you are to receive the inner wisdom that will be offered to you, no matter how simple your prayer. I love that way of looking at it. That is, yeah, I, I do too, because it's not in the words, you know, Jan. It's really not in the words. It's in the intention. I, I pray, <laughs> I pray unceasingly. I pray all the time. I pray right now, as you know, this book is coming out. I wrote it during the pandemic. I wrote it at the most difficult time for me because I'm such an extrovert and everything was on Zoom. I couldn't meet with my friends. I couldn't eat with my friends. I was with my sister and my niece. And, um, you know, my other niece in the meantime got married and her beautiful, wonderful husband, but they left. And I, I felt bereft. I, have, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, it was very, very hard. And during that time, I um, had a deadline to write this book. And a lot of the times I dictate my book. So I find a good human being that I can connect with and I pour it out and then I print it and then I edit. And then, you know, you send it to your editor and you edit it again. But I, I literally wrote book, this book while I was often crying because I was so frustrated. But what I realized that the spirit would come in and, and give me the words and give me the love and give me the information and my soul would come in and comfort me. So <laughs> I have such a passion to tell everyone, God lives in us. We don't have to go anywhere. We can sit in our desk, in our bed, in the shower. We can, while we walk, while we eat, God, the human spirit, which we call God, is right here so we're never alone it's the most extraordinary thing it's the inner wi-fi and the inner wi-fi's password is prayer why <laughs> you know because why prayer because meditation you can sit there and say i'm not doing prayer is active you you go to that place and and people say but who do i talk to talk to your 36 trillion cells that are making you it's not given to the few select, you know, to the teachers and the masters and the Dalai Lamas and the Thich Nhat Hans and it's given to everybody. You are all the same. So the, the God in Jan speaks to the God in Laura, to the God in Agape, and we can have a love fest. So each person who is listening here, when you stop listening to this, this podcast, take a piece of paper, take your favorite pen and say, Talk to your maker, because honest to God, some, some, something made you that you would not have a clue of, of how it made you, those cells. Do you know what, how powerful that is? Do you know you look at your hair and you say, who the hell made my hair, my mm -hmm. eyes, my ears? How do I listen? My vocal cords. It, we, are a, we are a living, breathing miracle. So that, pray to that, because that, when you open the gates to that, and you let the love pour you, you find the patience, you find the spirit. That's what I've learned from my mother. She packed up and took us to London, didn't know anybody. She asked people, she was ruthless and, and shameless about asking, giving and receiving. I mean, haven't you found how generous human beings are? Right. 
Yeah. Right. But I can think of a couple people who, who <laughs> I, I don't see God in and, and who I have a hard time forgiving. So oh, I, I love that yeah, question. I, I found so much wisdom in what you talked about, about forgiveness and judgment. And I think our audience would find value in that as well, if you could explain that, it. That is so beautiful. Well, you don't, you don't have to forgive them and you don't have to love them. You can just love them. I mean, it's like love them over there. Like you say, you, I don't like you. I don't like what you're, uh, you know, the vibration that you're bringing to me. I don't like how you're behaving. And I, I am not going to be around this person. Now, if you walk away and they're still with you, that means that they've grabbed into your energy, into your heart. And that's what we don't want. It's like drinking, uh, uh, it's like wishing somebody bad and then you have the bad energy. You know, it's like, um, what do they call it? G drinking, um, uh, giving somebody a poison and, and, you know, drinking the poison yourself, basically, you know, like uh, you wish them bad or you, you, you judge them and, and they grab your heart. So in those cases, again, I would pray that can I move into compassion? You know, in, in there's a Buddhist beautiful meta meditation that says, may you be well, maybe you be safe, may you um, live healthy, may you be happy, may, and you wish them well over there. You don't have to interact with them, you don't have to live with them, you don't have to date them, you don't have to do anything, but wishing them well is for your benefit. Because when we wish somebody badly, it's like we are drinking the poison, but we want them to die. But really, it affects you, it affects your heart. And the forgiveness that I run in myself would be, I forgive myself for judging myself, for judging this person, for rejecting me. I forgive myself for judging myself, that I'm judging them for being mean and for being selfish. I forgive myself. So I'm judging this person. So I'm, the forgiveness is for me because I probably judge myself for judging them. So what you want, Laura, more than anything, and anyone else who is listening who has resentment, we're coming up to the holidays, and the resentment and the, the um, judgments can be, be, be intensified because there's an energy that comes through the holidays that we can feel it more. Can we uh, find the peace to say, look, you two are doing the best you can, and you have to live with yourself. I don't have to live with you. So I'm free. You, are, <laughs> you know, I'm free. And you walk away free. You know how many people walk away from relationships, but they still take the relationship with them? Right. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Let go of the relationship. When you leave, close the door and say, write completion letters. Listen, you served me for the last six, seven years. I learned this X, Y, Z. I learned what I don't want in my next relationship. Thank you very much. You were an amazing teacher to me. Uh, a woman said to me, I learned that I, I, I was being abused in some way. I mean, he wasn't beating me, but he was spending my money or he wasn't treating me well. And you say, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I, I pray and I ask that I will be guided to have only love and be cherished because I cherish myself. So you take your power back and, and you 
cherish and love yourself you know the little girl in you the woman in you the i'm talking to laura as a reference for anyone else out there we all have many parts if you are overweight if you are in debt if you are um, betrayed by a relationship man or woman whatever the pain is you bring it to the table don't don't put it under the carpet and say this is my pain this is my pain right now i ask it i offer it to be transformed to love because it can it's the alchemy you know the base metals um become gold and you say out of that let me become wiser let me become richer let me become more loving more generous and i totally agree with you laura there are people that i don't like there are people in the political arena that i can't stand and i hear them speak and, I, and it makes my blood crawl i won't bring politics here because we don't want any of that divisiveness but you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. you know we all go this is i can't believe this happened and and you feel your your blood crawls you know and you feel rage or upsetness okay offer that you know because you i mean like my niece said to me the other day i said ariana my sister was saying let's do gratitude um you know because uh, <laughs> ariana tripped and fell and sprained her knee so uh last saturday while we were walking so we all were all going we are frustrated because we can't do walks anymore for another two weeks, you know, and, and we said, let's be grateful for what could have gone worse, right? Right. So we were sitting there and we are very close and we do gratitude a lot. And my niece Isabella said, well, can I just be enraged for a little while and frustrated and then I'll do gratitude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought this is so wise. So. What I want to encourage everybody is you can say, I don't like this. I'm frustrated. I don't, I wish this hadn't happened. I'm mad. I, I, I have anger in me right now. I have sadness. I have whatever it is you have. Bring it in and say, I, but I'm not going to judge that because that's my human, my humanness. So spirit meets you in your humanness. Spirit meets you in your frustration. Spirit doesn't meet you when you say, I feel great. I'm wearing my best frock Sunday morning. I'm going to light a candle and be at the church. No, that's the ritual of, of, of the church. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking when you are the most raw, the most vulnerable. And you say, I'm hurting. This guy left me or this guy betrayed me or this woman betrayed me. I don't know if guys are listening to us because we also want to embrace you. Um, or this, this happened where my deal didn't go through, or you know, we were enjoying our walks and suddenly why does my sister have to fall and hurt her knee? I don't like it, why would I like it? I don't like anything about it, but can I use it to go deeper, to get more wiser, to find time to also say, I'm accepting that. It, I, it doesn't, I don't like it, I'm accepting it, I'm forgiving it, I'm moving on. What can I do now to heal? Does that make sense? Yes, perfect sense. You know, Agabi, our show is called Nobody Told Me. And we always ask our guests, what is your nobody told me lesson? So what is it that nobody told you about prayer or life or whatever big lesson you got that you had to learn the hard way that you'd really like to pass on to others so that maybe they don't have to go through that? Um. I think uh, 
I would say um, what I had to find out on my own deeply is that I'm not alone. So that in my loneliest times, in my times so that I was the lowest and felt alone, you know, and felt I, that I was not alone, that I had um, the spirit in me, that I could reach out for love, that I could um, learn more and more to love myself. And nobody told me that the greatest love of all is the love of yourself to yourself. Because when you open your heart to you and you love you, you can do no wrong. That's wisdom we all need to hear, especially right now. And I know that people are going to want to read your book. It's fabulous. And like we were talking off the air, my mom and I have gotten so much value just having it open in the background. So if, if you could tell our listeners how to connect with you and check out your great Instagram and the book, that would be great. Well, uh, you can follow me on my Instagram, Agape Seas. I put a lot of content there, inspirational content. You can order the book from any bookstore you would like to order. Uh, uh, there, any, any bookstore you can go to right now, independent or um, the big bookstores online, you can order uh, Speaking with Spirit. I love how Jan says the title. I don't know. I got it when she said it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love the way you have so much power. Speaking with Spirit, 52 prayers to guide, inspire, and uplift you. And uh, if you send me a personal email to agapi, A-G-A-P-I, the Greek word for love, by the way, at unbindingtheheart.com, and I'm sure you'll put it up on your site as well, right, Jan? Unbindingtheheart.com. I have uh, uh, meditations that I sent out from my last book, Wake Up to the Joy of You, which you can buy now and you'll have it for the holidays. Wake Up to the Joy of You, 52 Meditations for a Calmer and Happier Life. And I have meditations, 12 meditations I send out for free that are sweet and beautiful and uplifting send me an email it will be my gift to send them to you and uh, a lot of people have wake up to the joy of you by their bedside and and love it and get a lot of i write from my experiences i write from what agapi went through and overcame and that to me is the greatest joy that my life is being used to help people lift themselves because i think ultimately Everybody deserves to be lifted and loved. And I like to um, close with my favorite saying, which is what, there was a story of a monk in a retreat, uh, a spiritual retreat, and he kept asking God, what can I do to serve you? What can I do to serve you? And he heard his inner voice say, shut up and let me love you. Wow, wow, wow. Well, Agapi, we thank you so much for joining us. This has been, this has just been so much fun and enlightening and inspiring, and and we couldn't thank you more. I'm so happy to to meet you both and stay in touch. And Laura, I can't wait to dance at your wedding. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I can't wait for that myself. I, I can just see I, I can just see him coming on on the white horse and you being on your other white horse. <laughs> 
And galloping into uh, galloping into the horizon together. Yes, galloping into the future. <laughs> you know, I have a white horse the... to do it on, so just yeah, need to find great. its rider. Exactly. Oh my God! Send me a picture. Do you guys have Instagram that I can follow you? Yes, I have a I have a personal one. Mine is Laura M Owens, and Mom, you don't have one. I don't. Laura, have one. but Laura have... M Owens, I'm gonna follow you right now, and we'll perfect. We'll I'm gonna follow you following back. each other. Yeah. I want to see a picture of your horse. <laughs> <laughs> there are many. <laughs> Plural. Yeah. Oh, God bless you. You two are just wonderful. I just thank you for your work and thank you for bringing the message. And I feel the love and the good spirit. It means a lot. Thank you so much for honoring my work. Well, thank you, Agapi. Again, our thanks to Agapi Stasinopoulos, whose latest book is called Speaking with Spirit, 52 Prayers to Guide, Inspire, and Uplift You. And it's being released on January the 11th. I'm Jan Black. And I'm Laura Owens. You're listening to Nobody Told Me. Thank you so much for joining us. 